Hey there, mamas. You are listening to Release Your Inner Power podcast, where we talk about having both me time and being the best mom, sharing stories, encouragement, and tips for taking the steps to release that inner power and that mom guilt. I'm your host, Shauna B. Here we go. One quick thing before we get started. I will be doing a drawing for a fun gift each month. Here are three ways to enter. You can email me to share your juicy takeaways, topic ideas you want to hear, or share a story. Share this podcast on social media and tag me with what episode you listened to and what you learned or loved about it. And if you leave a review, you will get two entries into the drawing. I will announce the winner the last week of each month. Okay, let's get started. I have something coming in January and February that I want to share with you first. It is a monthly membership group of like-minded women that has connection builds community, works on accomplishing something with people in their corner to encourage and celebrate, to take that next step, a place for support to get to your goals faster and happier, to be able to start taking the steps to where you want to be faster than before. Some examples of this group can be like maybe eating different or getting a workout routine, a new routine in general, working on more me time, a project that needs finishing, friggin' planning dinner, working on that negative voice and changing it to a positive one. It's about helping. It's about support. It's about connection and accountability where we work together on motivating each other, encouraging each other, support along the way to open up these these possibilities of accomplishing the next step to what you want in your life. For more information, check out the group in the show notes. You don't want to miss out. If you want to be on the list, get on that list so I can contact you in January. I'm excited. So decisions, decisions. I really want to, I think I'm going to do this training called what the fog training. I think it's kind of a play on words. It's funny. And to, you know, my main thing is to like get out of the fog, you know, change some things around, you know, get back to you and what you want and where you want to go. So my first step for me personally was is really looking at my decisions and how I'm making them. So that's what I want to share with you today on this little juicy tidbit information section here. So how many decisions do we make in a day? Holy moly, we make a ton of decisions, right? I mean, making decisions all the time. Like if you actually think about it, it's kind of mind blowing and at the same time can be exhausting (laughs) with how many decisions you make. Sometimes it's just by what you do, how you do things every day. And it's just like subconsciously you just make the decisions. And then sometimes depending on the, the situation or or how you're going to make your decision or whatever, how big it may seem, stands out a little bit more. Yeah, big, small, all the things. Now, and we change our minds. A lot of times people can get caught too. They can get caught in even making the decision. They get stuck. It's like 
when you go to make a decision on something, I'll use an example about food, okay? You're going to think about, oh, what do I want for lunch? Oh, what sounds good? Do I want chicken or, no, wait, do I want a burrito? I want a salad. No, maybe not a salad. Wait, what takes to, what takes a lot of time to make? What doesn't take that much time? Do I even really want, do I even really know what I want? Holy moly, right? You're on a hamster wheel of all this thinking. That's a lot of thinking for a decision, but you get stuck in overthinking it. Or it could be the other way where it could be decision fatigue, total decision fatigue, where, I don't know, you've already had pizza two times this week, but now you got a frozen pizza in the freezer and you didn't think about dinner and you just don't care and you just want it and you're like, guess what, we're having pizza again, but this time it's going to be pepperoni because yesterday it was cheese and I'm over it. You can have that too. I mean, that's, that's a thing. You could end up eating pizza three times in a week. Anyone else? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But now how many of, how many of you guys out there have situations where you go to make a decision and you have, you know, decision fatigue where you're like, whatever, this is, you know, and you just decide whatever the easier thing is, or you get stuck in the overthinking. Maybe it's not food. Maybe it's something else. What other things have you in the overthinking stuckness or the decision fatigue? type situation what other things I know for me sometimes I get stuck with the what I'm going to wear for the day (laughs) which I kind of laugh about in the moment too when I do it I'm like what am I even stressing out about but sometimes it's about clothes sometimes it's about self-care or even ideas on self-care or I have two hours to myself what am I gonna do What? what am I gonna do or I don't know what what to do next. Maybe something happened in your in your life and there's a big shift or change and then you're like, now what do I want to do next? Well, let me help with that. I'll give you a tool for that. So when a question or something comes up where you need to make a decision, sometimes you can get an answer pretty quickly and like and knowing what you want. Unless you do get stuck in the overthinking or the decision fatigue. When you overthink it, you end up talking yourself out of it, depending on the size of the decision. How, how do you guys make your best decision? Are you a person that you like answer a question or maybe have some like focus time on it or meditate on it, or maybe you just ask it out loud or maybe you journal about it and you get your answer quickly? Or are you a person, depending on the size of the decision, do you need to sleep on it and make sure that you feel about it the same way the next day? Or do you need to take a couple days? What, what best fits you to not talk yourself out of it, to not get decision fatigue, to make a decision for yourself? Now, I know that it, it seems that depending on how big the decision is, can sometimes be how much hesitation we have, how much fear because there's not a planning or a knowing or all of the things shown to us when we make that decision, which can cause us to fight with ourselves and overthink and possibly talk ourselves out of it and not even do what is best for us. The trick is to not get in the argument with yourself. The trick is to not allow yourself to talk yourself out of it. I like to call that my brain dragon. I like to name that thing because that's not me. (laughs) That's the thing that's trying to keep me comfortable. So I like to, you know, separate it. 
mine's my brain dragon. When that thing swoops in and tries to talk me out of a decision and I'm arguing with it, I need to revisit it. I need to take a section, take a section, take a sec second and revisit it. Sometimes a couple days, depending on what it really is and how much it's, I'm really having a tr struggle with it. Now, you know, have you ever heard of that saying, like, we're going to put a pin in it and then we're going to come revisit later? Yeah, similar to that. Maybe you need to walk away for maybe it's 20 minutes. Maybe it's a couple of hours. Maybe it's a couple of days and then recom re come back into the situation and give yourself the break, like truly give yourself the break, not mulling it around, hamster wheeling it in your head, like pinning it, leave it to the side, come back revisit the question for the decision and then make your decision then without all of the arguing right check that check that brain dragon at the door and be like uh, -uh, uh nope not today now why do we make the decisions that we make what do you guys think contributes to that contributes to that process you know your values what you value in life what's really important to you you know what makes you full of happiness and joy and excited about things your what I call your patterns or things that are subconscious that you have been like how you were raised on your belief systems those things also have a weight on how you decide and by design or default by subconsciously going through the thing, going through the motion, or I want X. So I'm going to make decisions to support me getting to X by design, writing your own chapter, right? Putting a little journey and adventure up in there. I can give you an example about, about something that I personally, <laughs> with my decisions, it's kind of tricky and funny. So. I'm a saver. I'm a saver because I want to always make sure that I have enough money to do the things because I never want to be without. I want to be able to provide for my children and myself. And that is something that I have had to work through because of, of something I had to go through as, just as a child. And so I save a lot. So I'm going to give you an example. Let's say I got $1,000. I'd be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> okay, I have this $1,000. What can I do with this $1,000, right? Because I want to save the entire thing. But I know that that's not realistic and that's not ideal, right? An ideal decision for all, all parties involved. So what I will do is try to play with the $1,000 in a way of, Oh, there's this really cool toy that I want to get for camping in the summer. We get all the kids together and I am like a person of like memories, like a memory maker, you know, I want to like a memory keeper, if you will. I want to have all fun, do all the stuff and like ha just make a really good memory for people to recall when they're older. That lights my fire. That makes me go. So I'm like, oh, there's this thing that I want to buy, but it's expensive. It's $300 for something that we can use on the lake. But I'm like, but, but the outcome is so much better and it's so important to me. So that's like, psh, yep, I'll spend that money. Okay. There's a $300. And then I'm like, okay, so how much am I going to save? And what do I, then I go back to the decision, right? Well, then I will put, I will take half of that, whatever is left and I will put it into savings or probably more than half. I'll probably save like 150 out of the thousand. Take that 150 to use for whatever and then save the rest. So I'm like checking all of my boxes, if you will. <laughs> so it's like, 
little bit over here and a little bit over there. But then all of the thing, all of it, it kind of makes it where the decision is best for me, how I feel good about it, how I feel good about doing all of those things. For me. So what happens after you make those decisions? Once you actually make the decision and go forward, it's kind of like choosing a door, if you will, you know, like those game shows, you know, do you want door number one or door number two? Like door number one could be your decision of design. And maybe your door number two is like your default, but it's kind of cracked open and you can kind of see it. And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't really know about door number one because I can't really see behind it. But once you make the decision of door number one and you go and open up the door, that's when all the magic happens. Then you're shown your path and you're shown the circumstances, situations, or opportunities that can come up in order for you to continue on your path to the decision that you made, big or small. It's so crazy. Sometimes, most of the time, making the decision, it's like a veil is lifted. Step out of the fog. You are like, oh, here we go. And then you, you see some more path and then you keep going. As long as you keep going, baby steps will still get you to the top of the mountain as long as you keep moving forward, as long as you keep going. Now, we can get stuck. Again, we can get stuck because we don't really know what's behind the door. We don't have a plan. We don't have it all set out for us. But this is the tool that I'm saying. It all goes back to what, what do you really want? What do you really want? What do you really value in your life we can go back to the food if you really want pepperoni pizza do it do the pepperoni pizza if that's what you really want right if you really want this awesome lily pad toy that all these kids can make these cool memories on at the lake then do it we are too critical on the decisions that we make in our lives for what we want to do and where we want to go. And if it's the right decision and we get caught up in being stuck in like, if it's the right decision and I don't know. I mean, truly, you know, truly, like don't get stuck there in, in the running of that, like the fear and the, is this the right decision? I'll give you an example for me. I'm going to get personal with you guys here. I know it's like my first live, but here we go. I'm going to give you an example on getting this stuck and am I making the right decision. Now, a few years back, my husband at the time and I had a conversation and we decided that we were going to get a divorce. And it was something that we both knew that needed to happen. And we, you know, made the decision. And then as the time goes on, because you have to do like all of the things, right? filing and then the waiting and all that well my brain dragon swooped in and it tried to be like fear was really going off like oh my gosh am I going to be able to do this myself am I making the right decision for you know my family and my kids and and all of this and you know am I going to be able to do this by myself and be a single mom with three kids and do all you know work and blah 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 and like and then I just started running it and I was like hold on all parties involved agree that this is the bet this is what we need to be doing that divorce is the decision, right? <laughs> and here comes my brain dragon trying to swoop in. Well, at the time, I had a mentor that I was working with, and she was like, so what? So what? So what? You get a divorce. And then, you know, you few years down the line, she's like, you guys are like, what did we do? It was a freaking mistake or whatever. And then you guys get back together and get married or whatever. 
then you guys get back together and get married. It's a piece of paper. It's a process. It's you guys are living your life right now. Like what? It's not that big of a deal. You can just make a different decision. You're putting way more stress on it than you need to of making the right choice. She goes, and you guys already talked about it and decided it. So what is all that going on? That's how sneaky your brain dragon can be. It's a thing. (laughs) You got to like shut it down, shut it down. Okay. Now, big moves, leaps, leveling up happens when you make the decision in the absence of knowing how, in the absence of knowing the plan, in the absence of seeing every single step that you need to take in order to get to that top of that mountain. You'll still get there. Just keep taking the steps. Keep going. Baby steps. Baby steps. You're going to live this life anyways. You're going to be making chapters in your life. Do you want to decide by design and create it? Or do you want to decide by default and repeat hamster wheel, what I call Groundhog's Day, where you're just going through the motions. Which one do you want, design or default? So I want to ask you, how do you make your decisions? What is the best way for you to make your decisions? But some of the things we talked about earlier, do you get stuck? Do you overthink it? Do you feel like you're making all these decisions and you're just like, I'm over it, I'm done, so this is the decision, blah, 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 kind of decision fatigue situation? Do you make them very quickly and you know and trust and go? Do you need a day? Do you need a few days? Do you make them over time? Know that you are the best authority for the decisions that you make for you, not other people's opinions, not other, not circumstances or situations. What you want what you really want in your life and how you want your life to be, you are the one that's going to make the best decision for that. That's you. Don't allow people, opinions, judgments, circumstances, situations to come in and make that decision for you. That's your decision. This is your life. This is your chapter. It's your decision. Keep checking in with you. You know what it is. To remember to, you do what you can with what you have from where you are. You don't have to make huge things. You don't have to, you know, make big moves. You can, you very well can. And if you can't do it, great, good for you. But you don't have to. You can take those baby steps up that mountain. You can take different ones. Just be true to you, right? decisions decisions i just want to say thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode learned something new or got a juicy takeaway that will bring in that heck yeah back into your life i release a new episode each week so make sure to subscribe if you love the show want to share a story comment below if you know someone that would love or need this episode be sure to share it with them i'm sure they would love you for it tag me and find me on social media at ignited decisions on instagram and Shauna with Ignited Decisions on Facebook. I would love to know what episode you listened to and how it helped you as well as connect on social. Okay, mamas, claim your time and release your inner power.